Hi, my name is Mariah Connors. I am the host of Saving Our Women, Inc. Doing Life with God podcast. This podcast has been created and recorded for women by a woman to cultivate women's relationships in God. As life requires different parts of us to show up, the only way that we can properly show up in each circumstance of our life is doing life with God. So I hope that you enjoy this new episode and make sure to share and like us or follow us on Instagram at Saving Our Women Inc. Make sure to write a review. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, it's Mariah here and I'm back with another episode. So I want to get straight into this episode. Well, before we get started, I just want to say, I want to clap it up for me. Consistency. And also that we have 71 episodes, which is, I feel like is really big for myself. Um, Because I know I was always like harsh on myself. Like, oh, you're not like uploading an episode every week. But to have 71 episodes, that's really good. I think that's really good for we've been up and running for about two to three years. So I think it's good. I mean, it could be better. I don't know. Um, I'm still kind of new to the podcast world, even though I've been up and running for three years. Like my toe is in it, but it's my whole foot and body in it. I don't know. Um, Yeah, so I'm excited about that. So I just want to clap it up for me. Um, For the last few episodes that I have uploaded, they have relationship with one another. If you haven't actually listened to it, I would go back and listen to it, stop this and go back and listen to it. Um, I know because it's really much talking about maneuvering or moving in difficult spots, but also the last episode talked about relationships. Um, no, no, it didn't. I'm lying. Okay. The last, that was the episode before last. Look at me. Got too many episodes. I don't know which one I'm talking about. But the last episode was talking about talking to dead things. And so the episode before that talked about relationships around us and like how our relationship with God, how does that reflect within our circle? And then the episode before that, I believe, talked about moving in places where we don't want to be. Like all of these things are connected, especially in going to the next level of our lives. They're all connected. Who you surround yourself with, what your relationship with God looks like is going to be like your situation or I would say your surroundings is going to be fruit of that. Like how did I get in this place? It doesn't make you a bad person, but you got in this place through disobedience, right? Or not doing what what God required required of you, or you just wanted to do your own thing, right? This is how you this is how you are here. But don't make that mistake and figure like, oh, I shouldn't be here. No. Because of disobedience, you are here, right? Because of sin, you are here. But God is gonna work it for your good. It's gonna work for your good to those who love the Lord. That's in the Bible verse, right? And so I think it's coming coming to reality of that. Like I'm here because I did disobey, right? I could be in a better situation. This is true, but I'm not. I'm in this particular situation. So God, I acknowledge that I stand. Lord, I acknowledge that I didn't obey you. I didn't listen to you. Or maybe I did listen to you. I just feel like that I'm still in a place where I don't want to be. But how do I still move in, move in this situation, right? And then the episode after that talked about relationships, right? A lot of a lot of times we're in relationships because of disobedience and relationships we don't supposed to be in because of sin, because of disobedience. Okay, God, I am here. How do I move in this thing? I, I acknowledge that I shouldn't be in here or be with these people or be with this person. 
I acknowledge this part. I acknowledge, I acknowledge that, you know, I did disobey or I acknowledge, not even disobey that I didn't consider you. A lot of times we don't think that we disobey because we just feel like that we were making the right decisions. But you not acknowledging God in um, making your choices is part of disobedience. Like that's what it is. Um, so we talked about, you know, how our relationship with God reflects those things. And um, last week, right, we talked about talking to dead things because eventually what's not supposed to be around us are considered dead things. They're not growing because they're not rooted. They're not rooted in God. And they shouldn't be rooted in us. Right. But they are because we make these things or these people a part of our life, uh, whatever the circumstance is. But learning how to speak to everything that's not bearing fruit or not harvesting anything in your life, right? So we talked about that. So today, this is going to be like a very vulnerable, uh, a very sensitive topic. So if you feel like that, you may cry or whatever. Don't listen to this in the gym. Uh, don't listen to it while you're working. I would definitely suggest maybe listening to it like at home um, or just by yourself, I suggest because. It's going to be very hard. I wouldn't say hard, but it's going to be truth. This is something that everybody have thought of, thought, um, and just kind of being honest with myself and be honest with you guys, just kind of letting y'all in a little bit, being vulnerable. Me and my friend have, uh, we got together and like rolled out goals for, well, not for each other, but for ourselves and trying to hold each other accountable for it. So one of my goals is being vulnerable, but I feel like I'm vulnerable every week when I get on the episode, but just, I mean, on the podcast, but just being, I guess, more vulnerable to people, whatever, but I'm always vulnerable on this show. I have no choice to be, or I feel like I wouldn't be able to do it, but I don't know what this, uh, I don't have like a name or a title for this episode. I'm just going to go, I'm going to go in and just do it anyway. (laughs) I'll figure out a title later. Yeah. Title later. So I was just thinking about like how tired I have been and like emotionally drained, spiritually drained, just even physically, like even when I go to sleep, I wake up tired. And we could have a lot of names for that or not. It could be a lot of different things, but um, I'm learning to also acknowledge my feelings and express them to God and move on. Um, Or sometimes not even just move on. Sometimes I do have to sit in it for it to be real to me. So me being so tired, like I have had these thoughts before. Like first I want to talk about um, suicidal thoughts, right? And suicidal thoughts, this is nothing to brief over. So I'm trying to take my time, but at the same time, like not sit too much in it because I don't want nobody reaching out to me like, oh my God, like it's something that me and God is dealing with. And I know a lot of people, he put it on my heart to talk about it because he let me know. He's like, no, a lot of people deal with this that you don't know about. Just like you, like you may look, normal you may look uh happy or whatever but a lot of people look like you that have these thoughts right and it's like conflict right i'm not going to get into that part but it is conflict between your flesh and your spiritual man because of the circumstances right because of what you're going through because what you desire it doesn't look like right what you actually want like what you like your circumstance does not look like what you desire is what I'm trying to say and we talked about that before but even when I was younger though like this is I feel like suicidal thoughts could be a lot of different things it could be a 
genera generational curse. I feel like it's a curse in general. Um, it's the enemy in general, like playing on our minds. Like you know what it could it could be rooted in a lot of different things. But I want to acknowledge the point that people go through this. People think this, and I want to make sure that I'm being obedient and listening to what God is saying to me to share it and for it to be put on the table because it's not put on the table in any type of race. People don't normally talk about it. It's very taboo. I feel like even on social media, which is crazy because social media is very vulnerable. I feel like it's very open and a lot, a lot of people share their experiences, but even now I you don't hear too much about suicide or people having suicide thoughts because it kind of opens up things and wounds and just different things that people don't want to share to the world but you'll probably hear about it after someone dies but other than that you don't really hear about people talking about it so I just want to be obedient and be a vessel honestly and I'm just going to allow God to like literally speak through me and also me share my experience but when I was younger, I used to have like, not suicide, I wouldn't say suicidal thoughts, but I used to want to hurt myself, like just do weird stuff. It could be, I would, I would never forget. I had this, I think it was a necklace and it like clamped together. I would take it, well I tried, I took it and I put it in my ear and just imagine something that's jolting that clamps together going in your ear. Like I hurt my ear real, real bad. It was just like weird little bitty things. But, and I was super young though too. And God would, I still had a relationship with God. Like I was spiritually connected with God and he would like expose certain things to me. He's like, that's the devil. Like, and I would like literally pray like, well, God like protect me. Like, I don't want to go through this. And certain things are generational curses, but you would never know that it is because nobody talks about it. Right. You may have a majority or all of the people in your, in your family at one point in their life going through suicidal thoughts, right. Not acting on them, but just having a thoughts like, girl, like, and when you get to the, when you get to the thought, when the thought comes, you're like, girl, you tripping? Like, what are you talking about? We rebuke you, like, you know, and you move on. Sometimes you have to learn how to sit in it to see where it's coming from and to see what it's rooted in and to figure out why. Because rebuking something is totally, it's fine. We need, we need that, right? But dissecting it and analyzing the thought kills it. Because when you don't sit in it, you pass over it, and then it goes to one generation from the next generation into the next generation. When you don't expose the truth and sit in the truth and sometimes sit in your feelings of how you're really feeling, I feel like, too, I think you're robbing yourself of knowing what you're actually going through and be able to naming it. Um, and I feel like you're robbing yourself of knowing who you really are in this moment, right? I think we focus so much on... How can I say this? We focus on who I am in Christ and who God called me to be. That's totally fine. But to get to that place, you have to acknowledge who you are right now, how evil you are, how angry you are, how antagonistic you are, how man manipulative you are, how narcissistic, how narcissistic you are, like all how a liar you are. Like you have to acknowledge those things because if you don't acknowledge those things, you won't be able to be who God called you to be. You'll just be a liar. Because you never addressed it. 
And you always be sitting in the same place because you never addressed and you never sat into it. We always sit into what other people has done to us, but we never sit into who we are in this moment. How did I get here? And analyzing and dissecting these thoughts and these feelings that come along. And I'm learning that this is nothing new. Like this is not because of your circumstance or because of where you live, where you are. This is something that came upon since you were a, a, a kid or, or young and now it's time to really deal with it because we can't have you having kids and being married and you still having these thoughts because we can't we can't bring this on to the next generation not in my house no way like we not doing that so I have that's what I'm learning now I'm like God like I had to actually how can I say? Because I was trying, this is what I was trying to do, like trying to kill the thought. This is how I tried to kill the thought when it came up. And so I was like, okay, okay, let me, let me sit in my feelings. So I'm like, okay, God, like, I don't want to be here. Like, you know, like if I'm going to live like this, if my life is going to be like this every day, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. If my, if I'm going to be at this job every day, I don't want to do this. If I'm going to be in this household every day, I don't want to, I don't want to be here. But then I had to ask myself, I had to say, are you saying that because you are a brat and you don't want to live this life that you are in at this moment? Are you saying that because God has not moved and put you in a life that you desire to be? Is this an easy way out? Is this a cheap way out for you? And I was like, okay, is it? I had to like ask myself that question because I had to make sure like, where is this rooted from? Like, where is this coming from? And God told me, no, he was like, that's not it. He's like, just like kind of think back, like he telling me now, like kind of think back. You have had harmful thoughts of like doing certain things to yourself for a while or wanting to, like literally. And so I'm like, oh, like, okay, like, but where is it coming from? But God just letting me know for me, it's one generational. And then two, like I said, for other people, it could be different things. It could be things that you open your gates to. Like, you know, things that you have listened to, people that you have let in. It could be a lot of different things. It could be things like trauma. It could be situations that have happened to you, like trauma, like like real bad things that have happened to you that make you not want to be here. It could be rape. It could be anything, abuse. It could be anything that make you get these thoughts. But for me, God was letting me know, like, this is a generational curse. And it's like, it's time to expose it and it's time to share it. So for me, like, I know for a fact, parts of my mind, like, you know, don't want to hurt myself. Like, I know that God has a plan for me. I know all of these things. And then another part is like, I don't want to be here. And so I'm like, God, like, God, what is that? What is the two count? Like, where is these two thoughts coming from? Like, like what's happening? And he's like, yeah, like, it's time to address this thing. It's time to sit in it, address it, where it's coming from and speak to it. And like, this is the same thing that we talked about last week about actually like talking to dead things. Like, this is a dead thing because it's not going to happen. Like, I have plans and, and things that I already have for you. I have people for you to touch. I have things to expose. I have, I have a life for you to live that has never been live before in your family like it has never been done before and I have things for you to do especially in the world in general like I called you to nations and I hate to say it like that because I feel like when you hear a preacher that's all that's all they say like like you call the nations like but no it's in the bible it's, it's a promise is this is what God is saying like this is what I have for you right and so I came across this um bible verse is so crazy because I was like okay let me go to James I know James 
um, the book of James in the Bible talks about perseverance and it talks about faith. But then I begin to read it. It was a little harsh for this type of topic. I'm like, this is like tough love at the same time. But I'm like, I want to be able to acknowledge what this is and be able to sit in what we're going through. Because there's a lot of people that have this thought, right? Or maybe not. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But he got sent me to John, um, first John, the book of John. And I'm like, I'm like, most of John is talking about like Jesus trans trans uh, transitioning and him being like, you know, the son and all of these different things. But I'm like, I'm going to go to it anyway. But then I came across this. It was talking about basically sitting in the truth, but also knowing who God is. Right. So this is first John chapter one. Um, it says light and darkness, sin and forgiveness. So this is verse five. Okay, so verse five says, this is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie let me go back. So it says, if we claim to have fellowship with him, this is another thing I talked about, um, about the relationship episode, right? What, how our relationship with God reflect our circles. This is a thing, like if you claim to be a part of Christ or be in Christ or a fellowship or talk to God, there's no way that one, you're staying the same and staying in darkness. It's just not happening, especially if we're giving all of ourselves to God. Not parts, but all, like all of us. So it says, if we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in light, which is a choice, if but if we walk in light as, as he is in the light, God is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us all. So if we're walking to God, despite what our dark thoughts are, despite what that is, God purifies us all. It says, oh, where did I stop? Okay, yeah, so it says, he, he says, his son purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves. Now, this is the part where you're sitting in that truth, sitting in those dark moments, those dark thoughts. If you can brush over that and say, well, okay, I rebuke that that's not happening to me. Like you are a liar. It's happening to you. You're like, you're not, you're not exposing that that thing and you're not sitting in that thing. And this is how a lot of times where these things build up and then you have people actually going through the action of what the suicide thought was. But I'm telling you right now, like it's, God can deliver you from this thing if you're able to expose it, not expose it, but talk about it with it don't even have to be with anybody else it could just be with you and God and sitting in that thing why you feel like this but then if you think about it the feeling is temporary this is this won't be like this and I talked about this on the podcast before like God kept reiterating to me like you won't die here like you're not gonna die here this is not over this is just the beginning and I hate to say because I feel like it's so cliche but it really is this is the beginning of your new life we're speaking to the dead thing because this is the beginning of a new life. Things are every dead thing is gonna fall off in this season of your life. And so this is the beginning of your new life. In order for it to begin, all of the dead things have to shut off. And how do they shut off and how do they fall off? 
than being exposed, right? Okay, so it says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, confess how we feel, confess our dark thoughts, our darkest and most deepest secret thoughts that nobody knows about, the things that we struggle with, the dark side, if we confess that he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all the unrighteousness. God cleanses us. And it don't make you it don't make you a sick person. It don't make you ill. Everything is not a mental illness because it's real spiritual warfare out here. Some things are. And if you feel like you are, if you feel like you have tried everything, please go seek help for I am a believer in therapy and therapist, counselor, psych. Um, like all of those things, like, please go seek it. But that's for you to talk to God about if that's something that you're willing to do and expose that thing. And if you feel like you have tried everything and it's not working for you and you don't know what it's rooted in, please go seek help. I definitely agree with that. But for what I'm going through, this is a spiritual warfare for me. And this is something that me and God had a personal conversation about on what it is. And if I don't expose it, It'll go on and on and on, and that's not what I, I don't want. I don't want my kids to go into that. So I'm I'm ending it right here, and I'm exposing that thing. And yeah, we gonna put it into it because we're not passing on generational curses. I won't be doing that. Mm-mm, not with mine. But okay. So it says, if we claim we have not sinned, this is verse uh, ten, the last verse of this chapter. It says, if we have claimed we have not sinned. We make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. So you say, like, like I said, you brushing over these thoughts, saying that this is not it, saying you rebuke it or whatever, whatever. It doesn't make it not true. Doesn't mean that it's not happening because Jesus, I mean, God sent his son Jesus on the, on the cross to die for our sins. So if you're saying you ain't got it in you, then you make him out a liar because it's in you. It's part of your flesh. Like, that's just what it is. But like God had me come out here and share and I'm glad I did because this is this is really good like this is um the start of of my healing process and I hope it is for you too like whatever you're going through in secret just know that you're not alone one and exposing the thing because this is how you let God have all of you this is how you grow this is how we cultivate each other in Christ by exposing every dead things exposing every lie because us harming ourselves it's a lie that's not that's not that's not of God and that's not what God wants us to do because he loves us I know sometimes we feel like well we don't see it but God loves us he thinks about us he well he he talks to us if we actually take our time to hear and listen to him God loves us you know he he really does he like don't hurt yourself like this is not the end this is not over this is just beginning this is your new life this is my new life yeah, my new life to to a blessed life, right? Exposing every generational curse. I can't hurt myself. I have things to do. I have people to encounter. I have lives to save. And I can't if I, I can't save nobody's life if I'm thinking about any of mine, like like that's just not it. And I, I won't die here, right? So we're gonna continue to be like obedient in God and talk to God every day. And like let him know our true feelings. Let him know like our sinful thoughts, our dark thoughts, like what am I thinking about right now, Lord? This is how I feel right now. And even though this is temporary, this is what it is. And if it's 
something that you need to dissect and figure out like where did these thoughts come from like talk about it and God he would bring things to your your memory he will let you know where things come from I'm telling you like he's that good of a guy like he's the the lawyer he's the 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 judge in the courtroom, like all of that thing is saying here, yeah, like he's the bridegroom. He's all of that, honey. What are you saying? God is the doctor. He's all of that. And God will tell you exactly what you need. All you got to do is ask, seek and ye shall find. And Matthew, like literally talk to him. Like, God, like, what do I need? You know, to, to not feel like this, like, where's this feeling coming from? And he'll let you know, like, go see somebody. Right. Go look up a doctor. Go look up a counselor. Go go make sure your hormone, your hormone balances are correct. Go see about yourself. He will do that. And he will also provide different answers for you, too, because he got and he's God alone. Literally, literally. <laughs> but I just wanted to end the podcast right there. OK. And don't forget. So the reading, um, the passage, the passage in the Bible that I read, I will put that um, in the show notes. But if you guys like have any questions, if you guys wanted to share, make sure that you listen to, well, not listen, make sure that you write me, which is savingourwomeninc at gmail.com. You can email me there. Um, and also, too, you can follow me on Instagram because I have a new Instagram. It's Mariah Connors on Instagram, period. Okay, guys, I'm out. Peace.